Welcome to another episode of the uh, Dane and Bart Show. I'm Dane. And I'm Bart. Uh, an episode that will once again prove that government is corrupt, people are crazy, and God is right. Today is a good day. We have uh, two guests here from um, Mountain Health. Um, they are, well, I'm going to, I'll just introduce them. Um, uh, Joe Martin and Amber Robinson. Amber is actually the administrator for the Re- We Refuse to Dance at Mountain Health Facebook page. Please go there and follow this. So what is Mountain Health Care Systems? Mountain Health is Capital Huntington Hospital, St. Mary's, and HIMG. Right. So uh, we know that uh, if you guys aren't from our area, you know that they are on strike right now. Um, what is the main topic of the strike? Their unfair labor practices. When they first went into this strike, they had 14 on the board. Um, on Upon review, they ended up with 17. So we're sitting with 17 unfair labor practice charges right now. Wow. Okay. Any um, finality to this? Is it close or? No, no, not anywhere close. They're not coming back to the board or to the table until after Thanksgiving. They're not in any big hurry. They're going to try to freeze us out. We know that that's exactly what they're doing. So. Well, literally, literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, if I could say that. My gosh, I, uh, was it 24 degrees last night and you guys are out Every there? Every bit of it. Yep. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, yeah, I walked out on my porch last night and stood there for about a second or so and walked right back in because it was too cold for me. Yeah, a little cold. Um, something that's uh, near and dear to my heart is the vaccine mandates. How is that, uh, how is that playing out in you know, Cabell Huntington, in, in the Mountain Health system? Um, well, they hit us with a little surprise the other day. They started out that we were able to do either religious exemption, medical exemption, or a straight up declination that we did not want to take that shot. Um, A lot of us did that declination rather than any of the exemptions. I did the declination because I felt like I should not have to exempt myself from anything. I should not have to have a reason why. I did not want that shot, so I did the declination. I got a message from my supervisor back on Thursday that... um, Mountain Health had said that they were no longer going to go with those, that we could no longer do a declination and that it would have to be one of the two exemptions and that we had until December 5th, I think 4th, 5th, something. I don't even know because I don't have the email, but that we had until then to be able to do that. Um, and then you have like half of your force out on the picket line. So none of us know that. So so is who is who is overseeing this? Well, not really overseeing this, but where is this mandate coming from? I also work in the healthcare industry, and ours is coming from Medicare, Medicaid. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Every bit of it's money, so it's all tied back to their funding. So they started with the CDC, then the FDA, then made it a healthcare crisis and started going with the health department. Those didn't work. Then it went to OSHA, and now Medicare, Medicaid. Exactly. So they're trying every angle that uh, that they think that they have legality to do. And hopefully this will fall on its face as well. Um, we were, we were, I, again, I were, I do not, I'm not part of the Mountain Health, uh, but I do work at another facility that um, we, we are also given the, op, uh, the option for the medical exemption, the religious exemption. We don't have the option for just a plain out declination. We, but um, the funny thing is, I, I filled out a religious exemption. Uh, but my medical exemption, this was real funny. It said that you cannot use an, um, a doctor that is affiliated with our facility 
well, our insurance, per, you know, that's everybody has to have a doctor that's, you know, that is uh, part of that network and they have to be part of our network. So, you know, that's why I even put that on there. You know, it's, it's, it's a crock. Exactly. Exactly. Just because they're trying to cut down any way that you have to be able to get that done because they know that most of us, when we work in the medical field, we have, you know, our doctors that we go to, we not only know them through work, but we know them, you know, personally because they take care of us and that, so there's like this whole long line of interaction with these people and they know that and they're trying to cut that off. They want you to have to go outside of their network. You're going to have to pay your own money, whether it's a $200 fee or whatever, for whatever doctor, whatever specialist you have to go to. But that's what they're trying to do is push you out because they know that if you do, that if they do that, that you're not going to make that effort to travel because that's exactly what you would have to do would be to travel away from here to be able to do that. Well, Dane's part of, uh, he's not part of any healthcare facility, um, um, I guess, conglomerate. Um, what, what about your employment? Or what are they doing? I think you work. Um... No, they, they're not doing anything at this point. So um, the one thing that um, I was going to ask you guys, uh, we actually we have what, uh, Teladoc? I think what is what it called. Are you guys have option telehealth, telehealth, or yeah. something like that? Are those? Can you use those people to? Yeah, still, you have to use our network, right? Yeah, it's all there. It's all capital doctors. Or oh, it is. Oh, okay, all right. You can go on Zoom, or you can go in there. But you know, bottom line is they're part of. You know, that's the way insurance companies operate right now. You know, and on top of that, they know that if you use some place like that, you know. Using that for if you are sick or whatever is one thing because that doctor can call in a prescription to wherever, what, whatever. But when it comes to something like this, it's a form that they have to fill out. So a telehealth really isn't going to help anybody anyways. Because even though you've talked to them and they're like, oh, yeah, you shouldn't take that for whatever reason, they've got to have that form. They've got to be able to fill that out for you and yeah. be able to get it back in. So it presents a challenge. I, I just I thought I heard somewhere where they uh, – they would be more apt to help in in that situation, but I I may be wrong, obviously. But if we, you did one, maybe with a doctor out of this area, yeah. But then again, you'd pay for it out of pocket. Out of pocket. Your insurance is not going to take care of it. See that when I uh, when I I used ours that we have uh, once or twice, maybe uh, actually when I had COVID, I called and uh, they told me what to do. But as far as you know, filling out any forms, I don't know if that's an option. But what I was getting at that that doctor I think was out of Texas or someplace, so. Obviously, it's different. Uh, different. Um, what I'm looking for. You call it telehealth, and I think ours is. Well, I don't Telemed know. Telemed or what? It, yeah, a yeah, bunch of different. different ones out there. So, all right. So, well, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Um, is this a, is this about your health? About our health. The vaccine. Like, oh, about yeah, absolutely about my health. I mean, have we've all seen the stories coming out of? Uh, you know, everywhere. Uh, let me rephrase that. Is the government mandates and all these institutional mandates, do they care about your health? No, no. not in the yeah. slightest. It right. is all about their pocket and how much they can line it. How about control? Oh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is just me. I've, I've, I've quit calling this thing a virus. I'm not, they're not going to brainwash me and use no. their, using their lingo. No. This is a bioweapon mm -hmm. that was released from China, Wuhan lab, onto the world, you know, the United States. And this is exactly what it is. This was a pandemic. Um, and we've really not been very controversial on this show. 
we've tried to. I keep trying to drag you back. <laughs> he'll, drag, he'll drag me back. Dra- drag you back, take that tinfoil hat off. the wrong girl on this show, then. <laughs> So, you know, with, with that, uh, you know, we've, we've just killed that elephant that was in the room. So, you know, I, I just refuse to use their lingo. I just refuse to. It's, you know, and I, I'm sure you, I know you believe, you know, you just kind of comment on on your stance on that. We know you haven't been vaccinated. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not here either. I will not over my dead body. They're going to have to hold me down and inject me. That's the only way that's going in my body. Right. 100%. So but no, the virus thing, it's a bunch of crap. Yeah. It's well, a bunch of crap. I mean, it is that we're going to take the elephant out of the room. This virus is the biggest bunch of crap that has ever been perpetrated against the world's population. It's not just America. It is the world. This is happening everywhere. It's not just us. It is everywhere. And, you know, until people start to stand up and say, enough is enough it's never going to stop because they keep feeding this and you have people who the only source of information that they have is mainstream media and that's where this is coming from too you know when you have six corporations or six whatever that own every bit of your media outlets it is all controlled people are like oh they can't do that yes they can it happened in nazi germany does anybody find it funny that we're sitting on 100 years no no Okay. <laughs> do you want to expound on that or do you want to move forward? Because that's, that's, that's something to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's how far do you want to go down that rabbit hole? <laughs> well, you know, we're, he loves rabbit holes. He goes there all the time. Yeah. That's what I, that's what While I you're know. talking, I'm going to tighten my tinfoil hat. <laughs> okay, so you can, can we make me one? Because I left mine at home. <laughs> okay. Right, right, right. You, um, uh, you said something about you know the media being you know the the six conglomerates that own you know all of the all the media, and we have a we have a local station here that is I, I will put them right right there with CNN they're they're horrible and I know that uh, Mountain Health is and this is just me I mean you don't have you don't have to say anything they are they're in bed with them they feed them WSAZ. WSAZ. Yes. <laughs> Let me just put it out. Yes. WSAZ. I have I picketed in front of them twice. Good. I've been at their station twice now. The first time that we rallied there was because they're not covering anything. They won't. And we wanted them to cover. The second time was because of their unfair firing of Amanda Barron. Right. Who so. now works for WOWK. Yes. Yeah. If I watch news, I'd probably watch WOWK because, mm-hmm. I mean. No probably to it. Super yeah. smart move on their part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can only imagine the ratings are going up. I found on my, this, okay, another rabbit hole. I found, I was looking at my apps and I found a WSAZ weather app on it. I deleted it. They see that. You know, if I can talk about a chair that I want, you know, and it pops up in my news, they they see that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not making my issues, you, you know, your issues, and but, you know, delete that stuff. Speak yeah. loud. Yeah, we've had that conversation many times. You know, we have a conversation at uh, dinner or whatever. We talk about a product, and a few hours later, look at my news feed or even look at my emails, and I have that product in my email or news feed or whatever you want to call it. But it's pitiful. Um, Since um, we are, we don't work in the same state, okay? I work in a different hospital than you guys do, and it's a, a different state. How... How is your hospital, your healthcare system handling the use of hydrochloroquine and ivermectin? As far as I know, they're not. Everything that I've heard, any of the nurses that I've talked to, they're going straight with the room disavir protocols. 
remdesivir, mm-hmm. right? That's that's a death treatment, basically. It is. We but talk. That's, that's putting back to the Nazi Germany thing. That is putting people into the gas chamber without actually physically putting them in a gas chamber. Yeah, we there was a the one that we just dropped. Uh, she was talking, and, and I read that report too. There was. Uh, Four different drugs they use when that remdesivir was also about part the of the Ebola study. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. clinical trial. Yes. They stopped it in six months and uh, had a fifty percent kill rate. So fifty-four. Fifty-four. Yeah. Wait, man. I didn't see that on the mainstream media. How you lying? Where do you get this stuff, man? And that, and that's still protocol for hospitals to do that. You know, it's like, how, why, why is people not listening to this stuff, looking at this stuff, and realizing that. You know, especially uh, I had somebody uh, had a person in the hospital. It's been a few months back, but I told her I said, "There's other treatment out there. Don't don't let them. You know, you you are the. You know, I mean, you're the person that dictates the pay, the the um, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? We, treatment from that uh, bodily autonomous. Uh, autonom- you, you know, autonomous. <laughs> we're doing, but we're horrible today. Yeah, so, I want full autonomy over my body. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, and 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 the thing is, is you know, the doctors and nurses, they they basically work for you. I mean, they can't sit there. That they, they should not sit there and talk you into a, a a treatment that's not right for you or shouldn't. This has been one of my biggest things here in just the last couple of weeks. You know, I've gone from the shot to your kill treatments, your remdesivir, and all that. But right now, I have got to the point that I've started asking, like, where did we no longer become in control of our medical decisions? That has always been the thing. Was we we could decide what we wanted, what treatments we wanted, what treatments we did not want. But then all of a sudden now this has come along and what we want doesn't matter. You can go into a hospital and know that you're positive for COVID, know that you're within those first two or three days and say, I want ivermectin and you're going to get shut down. I know for a fact, I know a lady who works for WVU for their healthcare system and she actually sent me a list of their do not use drugs that they were not to be prescribed, period. And it's on there. We, um, on, the, on this show, I want to promote critical thinking, okay? I think that's the premise of this show. So when that's happening, and it doesn't send off a, a red flag, it doesn't, people, I mean, I don't understand where people cannot understand that if somebody's refusing you treatment that is known to work, does that not, what's going on here? Something's up. And we're just, it's, that's why I say, you know, government's corrupt and people are crazy. And if the treatments that they're using, if they start giving you remdesivir and it's not working, if that treatment is not working, why are you not looking at something else? Right. That's the thing, you know, you're like, oh, well, this, you know, this is what we're going to give you. But if that's not working, what, and this patient says, I want this, why are you not stopping and listening to your patient? Because ultimately, that's their body. That is their treatment. That is what is acceptable for them. But you're overriding that, saying, no, we're not going to do that just because we're told not to. Right. It's, um, it's legalized mafia. It is. I, a cancer patient has the right to choose not to do treatment. The doctor could think that was totally wrong. You know, they could be like, oh, well, they've got a 60% chance of living. No, they should do this treatment. But if that patient does not want to do that treatment, they don't have to. It's the same thing with this. I mean, it goes both. It's the same thing. It is the same line of thinking, and I don't understand why we can no longer make our decisions. But that, again, goes back to your control. Right. You know, both of my parents uh, died of cancer, and during that time, I, I was with them at most of the visits. And uh, 
the doctor always said, "This is a, these are our options," you know, and they met, let us choose what our what our treatment was, and and they would you know give you as much information as they could, and they'd try to direct you in the what they thought was right, and we'd ask their opinions and all that stuff. But when it came right down to it, it was it was our choice. Uh, patients aren't getting the choice that they had, especially for this treatment here. I think it comes back down to money, and how many of these congressmen have. Um, what do you call it, stock in these drug companies, mm-hmm. how much money they're making out on each one of them that gets prescribed. And, and the last one we <clears throat> talked about that, the fact that these drug companies were on the verge of bankruptcy, and now they're making more money than they ever did before. Same as a flu shot. That's yeah. a Medicare, Medicaid thing. That's why we're mandated flu shot every year. I really just exempted that this year, by the way. <laughs> I just didn't do it. What are you going to do, make me wear a mask? I know that that was my thing. I didn't. Oh, want to please do it don't. At all. But they, but <laughs> they did that with us, so but we weren't allowed to just. I say wore that. a mask since November fourth. <laughs> that's when you went. That's when you went on strike. Okay. <laughs> that makes me just want to stay out there. I'm just telling you right now. They think that they're trying to break us. Mm-mm. I thought, how does that happen? Um, gosh, it's just I, I just I seem to get more mad angry every day when you know you see you see this stuff coming up um another another topic that really just uh, how how uh, let me just ask it this way how does hospitals and doctors go along with this this is the one i struggle with this is the one that i struggle with i think the hardest because it's either number one are you that clueless are you that no. bad at your job that you don't look into the drugs that you are trying to give to your patients, that you don't look into all the stuff that goes with this, that you don't have enough critical thinking to step back and say, okay, wait a minute, this is the quickest made vaccine that we've ever pushed. Well, it's not a vaccine, but anyways, but you know, this is the quickest push through whatever it is that we've ever had. Mm-hmm. But you know, nobody's questioning it's safety. You've got, though, you've got those people on that side and you're like, you know, are they really there? Do they really exist? Because if they do, that's super scary because you're taking care of people. You're taking care of these people's health, you know, their well-being, you know, their lives are in your hands. But then you got the other side and you're like, mm, so is this all about what you get and put in your pocket? Because that in itself is just a whole other issue. And, you know, either way warmer. you go, <laughs> um, you know, either way you go with it. I would say, honestly, to me, I would think at least, 65, 70% of it is all about the money in the pocket. They're being incentivized. Oh, yeah. The oh. ones that refuse to go along with it. Pediatricians they... get $450 for every child that they get vaccinated. Yes, they do. That's not, that's not talked about. Children. Yeah. And <laughs> chil- chil- children that have a, uh, what is it, zero. Point nine 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 seven something of, of not getting the virus to start with or even recovering with no no issues. There was a, a pharmacy somewhere just in the news saying that um, they gave out, like I think it was 117 full-dose jabs to children in error. That's happened in a bunch of schools lately, too. They okay. started these clinics in these schools, and that has happened repeatedly in these school clinics as well. Do we think that's on accident? So, you know, trusting our government, which I think, you know, disappeared a long time ago. Now, well, you can't even trust your doctor. No. no. Um, that, okay, the incentive, they, they are definitely being incentivized. 
But the ones that aren't going along with it are being threatened with their license. Oh yeah. I've got doctors in the group that actually sent me the letters that they received from the American Medical Association, um, internal medical internal medical physicians association and something else there was another one on there but he actually sent me a picture of the letter that he got and said that if he was spreading misinformation that he would have his license pulled correct okay critically thinking are you serious the people the people cannot see through this it is amazing to me that i think that's what gets me upset most of all you cannot have scientific debate without the other side of the debate. That's a very good point. Say that again. Because <laughs> that, I mean... You cannot have scientific debate without the other side of the debate. If no you long. only have one side, then you're just feeding your propaganda. And, it, and that's the thing about social media right now. I mean, they'll probably ban us for everything we do. I don't care if I get banned. It doesn't matter to me. But uh, the I'm pretty whole... sure that I've been labeled as a domestic terrorist. Oh, really? Just saying. <laughs> Alrighty. I wonder, I wonder who's on that list higher, you or me. My, 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 my name, what's my name again? It's not uh, something else. Uh, nah, Joe, man. come on, speak up. <laughs> Help me out here. <laughs> You're too verbal. I don't know you, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, uh, the funny thing is, uh, we, did a, we did a podcast and a friend of mine um, had a friend on here. Uh, we just we just sat around and talked and he uh he kept using not realizing. You understand that you have uh, uh, my anonymity, or is that what is that what clownfish laying? I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's anemone. Yeah, my anonymity is gone now, but I don't care either. I mean, it's just the way it is. We just and that's the thing. I mean, we're to the point now where we have to make a stand. A stand the, the the line in the sand has been drawn, and you know it's it's propagated, whether it's racism, you know, which side you stand on, you know, is the vaccine mandate, which line you stand on. You, you, we are being since, made. Since we're talking about that and how in the world can they label that Kyle Rittenhouse as a racist or whatever they're saying oh, on it? Yeah. I mean, that that's, I can't believe that, you know, was, did he shoot two white people and injured another person? White. All white. Right. All three of them. And he's white. And they were all three felons, weren't but they? But he's a racist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, yes, they, they were all three felons. They were and, all three felons. Yeah, and, and they couldn't find anything in his home to suggest that he was a part of an erring nation or whatever, racist or what, anything like that. Or on his social media, there was a picture that they pulled up that said, look at him stand beside one of the Proud Boys. Well, if you know Greg Gutfield, Greg Gutfield said, well, he was... I'm not even going to say it. Okay. He said, well, the other guy he shot was doing more than standing beside a proud boy. He was yeah. raping, <laughs> you know. I mean, but yeah, I mean, they're white. Come on, man. It's yeah. uh, it's funny. I, I turned on CNN after the after the uh, the verdict came down, and I thought, man, I just want some comic. They were melting down, and, and this is why they, melt, they melted down. They can't control the courtroom. They can control the media. They can tr- control the politicians. They can, sh- can control the... The, the medical field, they cannot control the courtroom. But and, and but they tried because with mob rule, they tried. Yeah, they uh, didn't. You say they um, they had a restraining order against the um, uh, one of the local news ca- or who it was. No, it, yeah, we were talking earlier. This is a question I want to ask. Did did Cabell Huntington Hospital put a restraining order against the picketers? Yes. 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 Okay. 
That's what that's what I was talking about. No, I mean, but you you had said last week that there was uh, MSNB, MSNBC. The uh, judge put on the Rittenhouse trial put a restraining order against them. They followed. Yeah. The oh, bus okay. So yeah, yeah, they followed the um, yeah they followed the bus <laughs> that the jurist was on. Oh yeah. Trying to take pictures. I mean that. Listen, I'm not an attorney. And I don't play one on TV. I didn't stay at a hotel eight or six or whatever it is. But that's jury tampering, man. That's a felony. Yeah, and I I think uh, just like with uh, Rittenhouse having the uh, recourse it goes all the way to the top. I mean, as far as I'm telling you, if he doesn't sue Joe Biden, yeah, honestly, yeah. the yeah. man's on record. Yeah. yeah, he's on record. That's where he got to start. He ought to not start with that. You know, sure, go on to them later on. But I would start right exactly there. And Brandon was a private citizen when he said this. I mean, he was running for office, but he was a private citizen. He wasn't vice president. He wasn't a senator. He was a private citizen when he said this. And let's not let's not even talk about why why are we not? Hey. Uh... We're running on 25 minutes. Let's go. Let's and do a part this. two. Okay. You know, let's do a part two. Maybe drop because there's a lot. There's a lot here that I would like to. Uh, I think we'd all like to talk about. Yeah. So. You want to yeah. This me? this is the end of part one, and we're gonna we're gonna drop a, a part two. So, um, Joe, thanks for coming, and we're gonna we're gonna continue this and Amber as well. So. Yeah. What about the? You want to tell everybody to buy our, all of our merch and all that stuff? merch that'll that'll come later okay <laughs> at least like us follow us and uh all that stuff yep thanks all right thank you